Welcome to St. Mark's Daily Devotions for Monday, May 25th, Memorial Day, with me, Siggy Helgeson, and with music by Darren Kerbs. Today, we remember those who have died in war and honor their courage and sacrifice. On this Memorial Day, we are also aware of the many around the world who have lost their lives during this pandemic. Wherever you are as you listen, We invite you to let your heart be joined to ours as we remember the life given to all of us in the risen Christ. Our theme hymn, Now the Green Blade Rises, draws on the Bible of creation. We have heard over these past weeks about gardening, harvesting, farming, the beauty of flowers blooming, the majestic mountains all around us, and singing of birds heard more clearer and louder than ever before. It reminded me of the poem that is painted onto a garden art piece that my mother gave to me and each of my siblings. It says, the kiss of the sun for pardon, the songs of the bird for mirth. One is nearer to God in the garden than anywhere else on earth. I agree. It does seem that we can sense God's presence in God's garden of creation. And with many of us stuck at home during the past three months, it seems like planting a garden has become quite popular. I've seen on social media many of your beautiful gardens and complete remodel and redoing of garden beds. I'm inspired by your pictures and I suffer from FOMO, the fear of missing out. So I decided in April, when we had that run of good weather, to get into the backyard and plant flowers, since I now had the time at home to do it. But I went a little overboard, and I didn't stop there. For the first time, I decided to do a raised bed and plant a garden. Along with my sheltering-in-place partner, my husband, we put together the raised bed system that I had purchased at Lowe's. Then a neighbor offered some of his rich soil, and voila, we had a garden ready to plant. I had purchased some plant starts. I decided on kale and Brussels sprouts, six plants each, which landed in nice rows in the rich soil of the raised bed garden. I felt accomplished. Look at me gardening. Then my neighbor, who is like a master gardener, asked how I was going to water it. Oh, well... I guess with the hose? I hadn't really thought that much about it, that now you actually have to care for, water, and nurture your garden. Well, as it happened, we've only had to water a few times because the rains have come, and with the alternating sun and rain, sun and rain, these plants have flourished. And when I checked on them yesterday, I thought, oh my, these are huge plants. And I have more kale and Brussels sprouts than I could ever use. What was I thinking? 
a rookie mistake. I really didn't need to have six plants each. So I really hope that my neighbors will like kale and Brussels sprouts. The truth that I've come to realize is that what you plant, water, and nurture in your garden is what will grow. So be sure it's what you want. What's in your garden? One could use this as a metaphor to ask about our mental, emotional, spiritual garden. What's in your garden today? What's been planted there? What's been watered and nurtured? If the seeds of faith, hope, and love are planted in us, and we water and nurture our garden, those seeds will grow. Sometimes when we're in situations like we are currently experiencing through this pandemic, it is easy for my mind to allow the seeds of fear to creep in. Now certainly a little fear can be helpful to keep us safe. Like when my granddaughter fears touching a hot burner, that is a good thing. But too much fear can become unhealthy when it becomes our sole focus and takes over the entire garden, sort of like an unwanted weed that sneaks into the garden. There may be other unwanted weeds too, doubt, despair, resentment. These are not the things that I want to grow in my garden. So I need to tend and nurture the garden, planting instead that which I want to see growing, seeds of faith. When I shift my focus, from fear to faith, when I start focusing on God's strong arms to hold us through this time, rather than my fear of the future, then those seeds grow. And when I focus on hope, the belief that this too shall pass, and we will get through this together with God's help, then those seeds grow. When I shift my focus from all of the things that we have missed, and I start to focus instead on all of the goodwill and generosity and kindness that have been demonstrated, like support of those on the front lines, celebrating graduates in creative ways, the way that we've rallied to stay apart to flatten the curve and protect those most vulnerable, the way that there have been masks that have been made and and freely supplied, and folks going to the grocery store and shopping and delivering to those who are most vulnerable without asking to be repaid. When I focused on these acts of love and generosity that I have witnessed, these seeds grow in me, seeds of faith, of hope, and love. And I'm reminded by the chorus of our hymn that even when fear and death surround us, there is the promise that death does not have the last word, that love will come again like wheat, a rising green. God's perfect love, love that casts out fear, love that we experience and see in the risen Christ, So what's in your spiritual garden? I admit that I am not always the best at tending to my spiritual garden, and I have not loved my neighbor as myself, and I don't always like what I see growing inside of me. 
It's at those times that I am comforted to know that I am not alone because I can't do this planting and watering and nurturing alone. And I look to the master gardener. Thank God that we don't have to depend on our own strength and willpower, but we have an advocate in the spirit who is within us, the one who plants, the one who waters and nurtures those seeds of faith, of hope, and love in us. When we allow the master gardener to plant seeds in us, especially the seed of love will grow. And unlike kale, you can never have enough love, love to share with those in your household, enough to share with neighbors and those neighbors in the world who need it most. When I think about my spiritual garden, I am encouraged that God's love always breaks through, even in the most difficult circumstances. As Paul writes in Romans 8, 33 through 39, I'm reading from the new revised Helgeson version. It is God who justifies, who is to condemn. It is Christ Jesus who died, yes, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed intercedes for us. Who will separate us from the love of Christ? Will hardship or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or a pandemic or sword? Will shame or guilt, doubt or despair? Will strangling worry or economic hardships? What about memories from the past or anxieties about the future? What about anger that enslaves or violence that destroys? No, in all of these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Let us pray. On this Memorial Day, we pause to remember all those who have died and fought in war. Let us take a moment of silence to honor 
and remember their sacrifice and courage and to pray for peace among nations. We pray to you, Almighty God, in this time of living, in the uncertainty of a pandemic, remind us that you are our refuge and strength, a very present help in time of trouble. Uphold us with your love and give us the strength we need. Help us in our confusion and guide our actions. Heal the sick and the suffering. Console the bereaved and afflicted. Protect the innocent and helpless. And sow seeds of faith, hope, and love in us. In the name of the risen Christ, we pray. Amen. Now go out with this blessing. Today, may the seed of faith grow in you. May the seed of hope grow in you. And may the seed of love grow in you. Amen.